Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And we are here primarily for you. We are here to share information with you as to how you may become healthier and live a better quality of life. We can't always promise you a longer life, but I can guarantee you a better quality of life if you decide to make some changes and some better choices in your life. It all comes down to choices. The choices as to how we live, the food selection, the quality of our activities and exercise, the amount of sleep that we obtain every night, and we stop burning the candle at both ends, stop drinking alcohol excessively, and if you're smoking, please stop. Even a good beer or a glass of wine could be healthy, certainly not harmful. Oh, if you go overboard, of course, yes. But a glass or two of wine a day or a beer or two, not a problem. But there is nothing, nothing good about smoking. And if you are overweight or you are obese, as almost 50% of Americans are, and 91% of Americans are overweight, and obesity now is the new smoking. Obesity causes more diseases, more cancer, than anything else that we can control. We can control obesity. It isn't like, oh, I can't lose weight. It runs in the family. I've tried to lose weight, and it doesn't work. Well, I'm sorry. I believe those are all excuses. And maybe it's because you're not trying the right thing. Maybe you are just not understanding that you can't eat the same food that made you fat and just, you, you just eat less to lose weight because you're going to go back eating more food later and then you're going to gain more weight. You have to change the food you're eating. Get rid of the carbohydrates, the sugar, the starches. They all convert to sugar. And we are overwhelmed with all types of carbohydrates and sugar in place of healthy fats. We were warned about fats being bad for us. Fats are not bad for us. They are good for us. But the right type of fats. There are bad fats and good fats. But you can eat all the good fats and all of you, all what you want to eat of the good fats because you can't overeat fats. It's just a mechanism of your body that you're, not, you're, gonna, you're going to stop when you get to a point of eating too much fats. You just can't. It's easy to eat tons of sugar. 
You can't eat tons of fat. Just not possible. Add that to a good high protein diet. Protein and fats are the builders of your health. Carbohydrates, and especially those that are refined and processed, are the ones that deteriorate your body. So that's why we are here to help you understand more of what you can do to live a healthier quality of life. For as long as you live. And I don't care where you are, how old you are, you can get better. I see it all the time. People are getting healthier at every stage of their life. And regardless of what conditions they are now being prescribed drugs for, they are now getting off all their drugs or lowering their drugs or getting off significant amount of their drugs. And that's what we want. If you want health, and I think that's why you are listening to this program, you have an interest of getting healthier. And if you do the things that we talk about, you will get healthier. So that's why we are here today and Sunday and every other weekend that we're here on Terry Talks Attrition to present to you scientific evidence of how to get healthier. Drug companies don't care if you're healthy or not because they make money from sick people. So they like a lot of sick people. Doctors can't teach you how to be healthy. They have never been educated on health and nutrition. So you have to find shows like this, read good health books and learned in the process of what you do better with to get healthier and to lose weight. So talking about reading books, I have eight or nine brand new books that we published in 2021. They're available on Amazon under the name of Terry Lemerond, L-E-M-E-R-O-N-D. My surname. Terry Naturally is my pen name, so to speak. And also on my website, terrytalksnutrition.com. And there you can listen to the radio show anywhere around the world. You can subscribe to my newsletter, that goes out every Friday. And we talk about health and nutrition in every aspect of your health. So today we're going to talk about your arteries. How to have healthy arteries. That's the plumbing of your blood. As plumbing in your house, the pipes contain water leading to your sink, toilets, showers. It feeds your home of good water. And your arteries contain blood flowing to your heart, carrying nutrition to all your cells, and making your circulation more effective. 
We'll talk about prostate cancer. When is treatment really necessary? And two supplements you can't go without during winter. And then we're going to avoid the workout hangover. Some people work out so hard and so intense that they get a hangover. And here's a word you may not have heard in the past or very little of this word in the past. Polyphenols. Polyphenols are life extenders. They help improve the health of your body entirely throughout your body. We have a lot more on the agenda, which I probably will never reach, but we'll have other shows that we can also continue to go on with all of the information that we would like to provide for you, for you to become healthier. That's what the show is all about, helping you become healthier. And I think that's why you're here, you're listening. You want to be healthier. And we're going to give you our best shot in helping you to become healthier. So let's talk about your plumbing system for your body. Arteries are blood vessels. The arteries carry oxygenated blood. That means carries oxygen away from the heart. And the veins carry oxygen, nutrients, and depleted blood back to the heart. So it's a circle of arteries and veins that improve the quality of your circulation. Now let's talk about a diseased artery. Sometimes these arteries are blocked when they should be soft, clean, like rubber tubes with flexible sides. That's what I would call a healthy artery. Soft-like, clean, no debris within the diameter of the artery. Healthy artery gives you great blood flow. A low risk of heart disease or heart attack. Now over time, these arteries can become blocked, plugged, filled with debris. You may have a garden hose, and it works extremely well, but it's brand new. Now, over time, if you leave it out in the weather, winter, sun, in the summer, and if it gets blocked with, with mud in the diameter of the hose, because your artery is just like a hose, but it has to be clean. Whereas a diseased artery is stiff, thick, and clogged with plaque. 
like a hose would be clogged with mud and get stiff from the sun, frozen from the winter weather. And it becomes a diseased hose. So your diseased arteries mean a 10 times increased risk of health problems such as stroke or heart attack and a 22% increased risk of dying, death. So we would want to continue to have a clean, soft, flexible artery. A partially blocked artery becomes narrowed by atherosclerosis, which increases the health risk of heart disease, stroke, and heart attacks. A blocked artery. You have so much plaque buildup in the lining of the artery. Blocked arteries can lead to stroke and heart disease. So there are key vitamins and key nutrients that can keep your arteries healthy, clean, flexible, soft, and bring a good supply of nutrients and oxygen to the heart and brain. Now there are three vitamins that are crucial to the health of your arteries. Vitamin A, not beta carotene. Beta carotene is a precursor or what they call pro vitamin A. Now, if you take, take in beta carotene, or if you have a daily vitamin and mineral supplement, that uses beta-carotene as a supply of vitamin A, it really, it truly is not vitamin A. And it should not be listed on your label as vitamin A. It is not vitamin A. It is beta-carotene. Now, it may convert to vitamin A in your body. It may, may convert to vitamin A in your body. Not everybody does. Some people do not convert vitamin A from beta-carotene. So I don't think it's even fair to say beta-carotene is vitamin A. But they list vitamin A on the label, beta-carotene. That is not true. Possibly it could be vitamin A, and possibly not. So you're not getting vitamin A from beta-carotene. But if you've got a good source called retinol, which is straight vitamin A, it's an animal source. It slows down the progression of inflammation that leads to heart disease. That is vitamin A. 
Vitamin D3 keeps arteries flexible, soft, clean, and reduces inflammation and blocks a hormone that increases blood vessel constriction, which can lead to increased blood pressure. And the third vitamin is vitamin K2, menaquinone. That's vitamin K2. You may not have heard of vitamin K2. There's been a lot more news about vitamin K2 based on a lot more research, scientific research, that now is coming to the forefront in many scientific websites. More and more studies are being done on vitamin K2 because it leads to a healthy arteries. And what blocks the arteries? Calcium. Calcium builds up into a plaque in the artery, like concrete, like cement. It builds up in the artery. And vitamin K2 helps direct the calcium away from the blood vessels, where if it is not led directly away and allowed to accumulate in the artery, It can lead to hardening of the arteries or what they call arterial calcification. And where it should take the vitamin K2 or the vitamin K2 should take calcium is into the bones where it is is most needed. So vitamin K2 is like a signaling factor that directs calcium in the proper flow to the bones and even to the soft tissue and away from the blood vessels. Now here's a study that indicates these three vitamins have a huge impact on the health of your arteries. A five-year study of over 400 adults in Australia, those with the highest plasma retinol, vitamin A, levels had the lowest risk of heart disease. I think we're going to find, I'm not going to suggest it now, but you know how vitamin D has been increased from what the FDA suggests as a daily requirement, 400 units of vitamin D. Now we have found that anywhere from five to 10 to 20,000 units of vitamin D is more appropriate. I think we're going to find out the same with vitamin A. Now vitamin A can be very toxic if taken in too large of a dosages. So you don't want to go at a very, very high level. But the FDA has banned vitamin A in dosages beyond 10,000 units. But here's a study on heart disease patients receiving 25,000 
units of vitamin A as retinol daily versus a placebo group. The vitamin A group had 0.87-fold decrease in markers of inflammation associated with heart disease. While those taking a fake pill called a placebo had a 1.17 increase in the same inflammatory markers. A study of over 26,000 people found that compared to vitamin D, high vitamin D levels, those with low levels of vitamin D had a 41% increased risk of death from heart disease. If they were healthy at the start of the study, if they already had heart disease, they had a 65% increased risk of death when they had a low level of vitamin D. So if you have low D levels, and I would check with your physician or going to a lab or send your blood to, to a lab through a physician or a blood spot test, to determine your D levels. Very, very critical. I know people taking five and 10,000 units of vitamin D and still they had very low levels of vitamin D. So we may, we may need to increase it. But those with low D levels, having a very low level of vitamin D, had a 41% increased risk of death from heart disease. If they were healthy at the start of the study, and if they already had heart disease, they then had a 65% increased risk of death. Now add that to vitamin K too. A diet high in vitamin K. There is K1 and K2. We're talking about K2. Called menaquinone. And it has been found to reduce arterial calcification by 50%, reducing the risk of heart disease by 50%, and reduce overall risk of dying by 25%. Very powerful results when using a combination of vitamin A, vitamin D, and vitamin K2. So here's what I think it's best to know. How do we keep our arteries smooth, flexible, and free of blockage or clogging of the arteries? Is to take a daily combination, 10,000 units of vitamin A from retinol. not beta-carotene. And to take 5,000 IUs of vitamin D3 and 45 micrograms of vitamin K2 called menaquinone 7. 
This is the combination, a serving, I would suggest, and I do this twice. So my dosage is 10,000 units of vitamin A. I should say 20,000 units of vitamin A, 10,000 units of vitamin D3, and 90 micrograms of vitamin K2. I double the dosage. My own personal intake, I'm not suggesting you'd have to do what I do, but I think doubling the dosage is a far better effect on cleaning out the arteries. You have blockage, we all have blockage. So let's do something positive to prevent the blockage and to reduce the blockage. Also, I would also highly recommend grape seed extract. Grape seed extract can reduce the blockage in the artery by up to 35% over a one-year time. Now, one year might seem a long time. But it's not relatively long time compared to the many decades that people may need in order to block the arteries. Building up clogs and blockages in the arteries takes time, many, many decades. But by taking about 300 to 600 milligrams of a tannin-free French grapeseed extract reduces the plaque in the artery by 35%. Now, those that were on a placebo versus those that were on the grapeseed extract, the grapeseed extract patients reduced their plaque in the artery by 35% in one year, in that same one-year period, those patients that were on a placebo increased the blockage by another 9%. So grapeseed extract and the vitamin A, vitamin D3, and vitamin K2 combination make a superior combination for reducing plaque in the artery. This reduces heart disease by up to 50%, and dying from any cause by 25%. Huge advantages over drugs or medication. So we're going to pause here for a few moments, allow the station to identify itself and to have you listen to a few messages. But we'll be back right back right after the messages that you're listening to, and we'll continue on with more information Coming up will be on prostate cancer and supplements you can't live without during winter. Welcome back, my friends. We're back with the second portion of our program, Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Nashley. We'll be here to the top of the hour with more information. And as I mentioned, we'll talk about prostate cancer. When will you know that it's really necessary to start treatment and what kind of treatment? We'll talk about the two supplements you can't go without during the winter months. And we'll talk about a lifespan extender. You've heard a lot of things about different vitamins and minerals. 
Now we're going to be talking about polyphenols. What are polyphenols? So more of this coming up, this portion of the program. Prostate cancer. When is treatment really necessary? When and how should your doctor treat your prostate during prostate cancer? Well, here's a recent survey. A recent survey of men diagnosed with low-risk prostate cancer found that the greatest treatment regret was associated with the radical surgical removal of the prostate gland. You know, 95% of prostate cancer is encapsulated in the prostate and is very, very slow-growing. Most doctors select Let's just watch. Let's not do anything radical. More people die from the treatment of cancer, prostate cancer, than of the prostate cancer itself. So when you have a removal of the prostate gland, it can then lead to erectile dysfunction, ED, or the inability to have an erection, urinary and bowel incontinence, not a fun life with these types of changes from the removal of the prostate gland. Oh, you can live probably without an erection, but it's not nice to have urinary and bowel incontinence. You have no control over your bowels, no control over your urinary tract. But another option, your doctor and yourself will carefully watch over a period of time with regular checkups to see how quickly the cancer is progressing. And then only treatment of the prostate when absolutely necessary. In a study comparing watchful waiting, as they call it, knowing that you may have prostate cancer, but carefully watching and waiting versus immediate surgery or radiation, men in the watchful waiting group live just as long as those received immediate treatment without the risk of adverse effects. If you have been diagnosed with prostate cancer, talk to your doctor about not doing something so radical immediately. Take your time with your doctors monitoring your prostate progression. Determine when and if it would be necessary ever Many people, many men live 
the rest of their lives with prostate cancer and not having to do something so radical to cause serious side effects. Take your time. And now here's two supplements you can't go without during winter. So one of the things that happens during winter, especially in the northern latitude, is the lack of sunlight and very low humidity in the winter, which can lead to problems such as depression, dry skin, cold and flu. These are very common, more common in the winter months than in the summer months when we get more sunshine. <clears throat> Two very important nutrients that can reduce depression, dry skin, and cold and flu. They can reduce and prevent winter problems. And they are vitamin D, vitamin D3, and omega-7. Vitamin D3 has been recommended by the FDA in dosages of 400 to 600 IUs daily. If we have the ability to work out in the sun, and if we had sunshine every day, and if we were in the sun, and we have to have at least 50% of our body exposed to the, to the sun, it would manufacture about 20,000 IUs of vitamin D3. And yet the FDA contends to believe that 400 IUs is more than enough. Now many of you listening, and almost everybody that I speak to when I travel and do lectures, are on anywhere from 5,000 to 20,000 units of vitamin D3 daily. So in the winter months, we do not have enough sunshine to synthesize vitamin D3. Vitamin D3 is synthesized in response to sunlight. So short winter days, no sunshine, reduce vitamin D levels significantly. A study of young adults living in northern latitudes found that 11% were deficient in vitamin D3 at the end of the summer versus 30% at the end of winter. They were deficient even in summer, but three times more during the winter time. And vitamin D3 is essential for keeping the immune system strong and reducing the risk of cold and flu and even COVID-19 and other strains of the virus. You may have seen on Facebook or a variety of scientific websites that many alternative doctors, those that have a strong 
study of vitamin D. Always recommend at least 5,000 or more of vitamin D3 to keep the immune system healthy. Our immune system in our body is our natural vaccine. The vaccine is given to people to boost their immune system. Well, so does vitamin D and zinc and selenium and vitamin A, vitamin E, vitamin C, and vitamin D. These vitamins are more effective because they are natural to the body. They're required by the body to maintain good health. Vaccines are not. Now, I'm not saying you should not get a vaccine. That's between your personal views and your physician. Also, adding omega-7. I know many people know omega-3 from seafood, fish, salmon. And omega-6. And both are essential. We need them for good health. And then there's also omega-9 from olive oil and a few other oils as well. We have omega-5 and we have omega-7. We don't hear as much about omega-7, but this is one of the most critical nutrients, critical vitamins, omega-7. I won't call it a vitamin. Let's just call it omega-7. That helps to keep your mucous membranes healthy and moist. Now, when we talk about the mucous membranes, there are membranes within the oral cavities of our body. If you put your finger in your mouth and you rub it on the side of your inside cheek, that's the mucous membrane, soft and moist. Now, your skin is also a mucous membrane, but because it is under the environmental conditions that surround us, the skin can dry out. There's a lot of pollution, chemicals that come in contact with the skin, dries the skin out. Cosmetics dry the skin out. We do a lot of damage to the skin. But we can keep the skin hydrated, moist, with omega-7. Omega-7 is for healthy mucous membranes, healthy heart, and actually it moist, moistens, I should say, moisturizes, better word, moisturizes the eyes. So people that have dry eyes should be using omega-7. In a recent survey of over 2,000 Americans of adult age, 83% said their skin felt different in the winter. 77% had problems with dryness and 41% were bothered by itchiness. Omega-7 is from a berry called the sea buckthorn berry. Grows in China, the Scandinavian countries, and there are some farms in America that now are paying attention to the sea buckthorn 
as a very lucrative crop. Now, the omega-7 is not from the seed of the berry. It's from the berry itself, the flesh, the pulp. So I've seen in health food stores omega-7 from sea buckthorn berry, no, excuse me, sea buckthorn seed. No, there's not O7, but omega-7. In the seed, we have omega-3, 6, and 9. From the berry, the pulp, or the flesh of the berry, contains omega-7. So when you have the whole berry, the whole sea buckthorn berry and seed, you're getting omega-3, 6, 7, and 9. Plus, sea buckthorn berry has been known as the nutrient bomb because it contains over 200 different healthy vitamins and minerals and other accessory food factors. And it reduces dryness of the skin by 48%. So if you want to beautify your skin, yes, ladies, I know you all love to use creams and potions and lotions, uh, and that's all good. And there are some very, very good ones out there for you to use. But healthy skin, radiant skin, comes from within. We nourish it by the right things we are eating. And if you can't eat enough sea buckthorn berries and seeds, then you can take it as a supplement. The oil from the berry, the oil from the seed, are found in soft gel capsules. And the scientific studies have shown that 500 milligram soft gel capsule anywhere from one to four a day, will improve the quality of your mucous membranes, improve the quality of the function of your heart, and moisturize your skin by up to 48%. So here's what I would suggest. Look for a vitamin D as D3, the form found in the human body, not beta-carotene. I don't dislike beta-carotene, but I dislike the fact that a lot of people tell you that because we use beta-carotene, that's vitamin A. Not vitamin A. It's beta-carotene. Now, in the right conditions, the ideal conditions, perfect conditions, it can convert to vitamin A. But it does not. So look for Vitamin D3, the form that the form that this is the actual form that you want in your human body, in the human body. Take anywhere from 5,000 to 10,000 units daily all year, not just winter. Then you have too much to catch up with against the elements of winter. So you want to be prepared year round. And always look for omega-7 from sea buckthorn berry and seed. And take up to 500 milligrams one to four times daily. Do you like to work out? Do you like to exercise, get fit, build muscles? 
Well, some people, after working out, have a hangover. It's called the fitness hangover. And according to a recent survey, almost 50% of people working regularly, working out in a fitness program, will occasionally experience a workout hangover after an intense exercise session. They'll experience muscle pain, stiffness, fatigue, and even headaches. Almost one-third of the survey respondents said they had sometimes missed work because the workout had left them so drained and in so much pain. So how do you prevent what is called fitness hangover? From the studies I've seen, curcumin and boswellia are two very effective ways of reducing hangover. Here is a clinical study using curcumin and boswellia in healthy adults with acute muscle pain. This also can be true for those on statin drugs because statin drugs also cause acute muscle pain, muscle wasting. The muscles atrophy, get smaller from drugs. And they think this is healthy. Now, these healthy adults with acute muscle pain took an herbal pain blend or an OTC pain drug once a day in the morning for seven days. The proprietary herbal blend contained curcumin and boswellia in black sesame seed oil. The black sesame seed oil emulsified curcumin and boswellia to increase the absorption substantially. A thousand milligrams in the morning. Two soft gels. They were 500 milligrams each in the study. In the OTC pain drug category, known as acetaminophen, otherwise the brand name Tylenol, that group of patients got 1,000 milligrams also, two tablets of the drug. So the study was divided between patients that were taking the blend of curcumin and boswellia in black sesame seed oil, 1,000 milligrams in the morning. The other half of the study group were taking an OTC drug, pain drug, acetaminophen, 1,000 milligrams, approximately two tablets. Now, the result of this study, both groups, now get this, this is one of the biggest results of the study. Half of the patients were taking a blend of curcumin, boswellia, and black sesame seed oil. The other half were taking a drug. 
Acetaminophen was a drug. The brand name was Tylenol. At the end of the study, both group, excuse me, both groups were equally effective of pain relief. Both groups. Since both groups were equally as effective, why would you want to use a drug that has side effects, that kills 16,000 to 60,000 people annually? The number one cause of liver failure in the United States, Tylenol, Tylenol, bad drug. There were no side effects in the group taking curcumin or boswellia that were blended with black sesame seed oil. And the herbal pain blend that we just mentioned was eight times better than Tylenol in reducing the unpleasantness, unpleasantness an emotional aspect of acute pain. Well, what does that mean? Well, when you have pain, you're not a happy camper. You're irritable, you're tired, you're emotionally spent, you're exhausted. Pain is killing. So if someone bumps into you, in the grocery store or someplace out in the public, you're not happy. And you may just be rude or strike out because that's the way you feel. So I always, if I ever bump into somebody and they're not, they're ugly. They're angry, they're irritable, they're obnoxious. I try, I try to cut them some slack and just forgive the situation. They may be hurting. They may be desperately sick and trying to just function. And with the curcumin boswellia combination with black sesame seed oil improved their emotional Stability, even with pain, eight times better than the OTC drug. And these results, eight times better. That means if you're in pain and you take two soft gel capsules of the pain herbal blend relieving product, results were detectable with just one dosage, with the first two soft gel capsules. And the dosage was as effective as soon as one hour after taking the combination, herbal blend combination, with no side effects, no adverse events, where Tylenol, as I mentioned, kills people. Now I know 16,000 to 60,000 people is not a very high level of death compared to 350 million people. 
But what if you were one that were not going to survive after taking Tylenol? Death is a side effect. A, a, a huge side effect. And that, those, those results are known. And they're sold over the counter. Prompting people to believe that it may be safe. Because I know, and you know, drugs that are really, really harmful are prescribed by a physician so they can monitor the damage and the necessity of taking the drug. But Tylenol you can buy over the counter in as many sizes as you want and as much as you want. So people get a kind of a complacent feeling, hey, it must be really safe because it's sold over the counter. I don't need a doctor's prescription. But watch out. Tylenol is not safe. Where the pain combination, pain-relieving combination of the herbal combination, very, very safe. No side effects, no adverse events. You can... Consider it very safe to take. Now, we don't have very much time. It's only about a minute before we leave you today. But we'll be back tomorrow, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock Central Standard Time, right here, same station, same time. But I want to remind you that I have a number of books to sell. I'm not... And I don't care if I sell the books. I want you to be able to read the books. Um, I, I price them as low as I possibly could price them. But you can buy them on Amazon. You can buy them off my website, Terry Talks Attrition. And then you'll have more time to really digest a subject on health and nutrition. And you can make the changes. You are the only one that can improve your health. You are the only one that can choose to damage your health. It's all, by, all based on choices. And with that, my friends, I've got to run. The program is at its very end. Say a prayer for this crazy, crazy, insane world. God bless you. And God bless America. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.